Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. But our friend Bartolo Colon made his debut for the Minnesota Twins against the New York Yankees. And for a couple of innings, it looked like Bartolo Colon had fattened up and was ready to go. He had figured out what was wrong in Atlanta and was actually dazzling in the first handful of innings. In fact, the Yankees didn't score the first three innings of the game. Uh, then after that, uh, the old Bartolo returned, and he vomited all over the mound. It's like he had too much food at the buffet, <laughs> and he uh, ended up getting the loss. The Yankees get the win. And, and then after the Yankee game, it was announced that Brian Cashman had started the wheeling and dealing. Now, we've already had a couple of trades in baseball, but now 
Todd Frazier. Down goes Frazier. He was a healthy scratch in the White Sox lineup. Was not in the lineup against the Dodgers, a game the Dodgers won. Won to nothing in Chicago. And the chatter was picking up. It seemed like the Red Sox were going to get Todd Frazier. They have a gaping hole at third base. And then the Yankees, the last minute, the Yankees stepped in. It was a two-horse race. Yankees, Red Sox, down the stretch they come to try to make a trade with Chicago. And in the the end, when it was all done, the Yankee game had ended, the White Sox game was over, the deal was complete. The Yankees had done it. They had stepped in front of Boston, and they get Todd Frazier. It's being called a mega trade. I don't know that I would call it a mega trade. There's a lot of bodies involved in this. There's a lot of moving parts. But in the end, the Yankees make a seven-player trade. They get Todd Frazier, the third baseman, along with David Robertson and another reliever from the White Sox. And the Yankees will send Tyler Clippert, who sucks. Uh, They'll send him and a gaggle of minor leaguers will go to the Chicago White Sox in that particular trade. So the headliner is Todd Frazier, a former all-star with the Cincinnati Reds, who's been languishing uh, in mediocrity with the Chicago White Sox. So let's talk about it. Now, with Frazier being the jewel of the trade, what do we do in these parts when there's a trade? What do we do? We pull out the report card. I am going to be the teacher. And as a teacher, I must give the report card. Okay, so what is the grade that you give, the letter grade for this? Now, my knee-jerk reaction, without any of these players wearing the different laundry, without any of these players changing the team, you know, teams, yeah, they're going to do that. I give the Yankees. They're great. You know what it is? A-minus. That's an A-minus trade for the Yankees. How about the White Sox? Eh. Passing, but a C-minus. Oh! Yeah, that's a C-minus. Now, I, I, I had two thoughts on this. Roster improvement and keep away. Those are the two things that stand out about this particular trade. A, Todd Frazier is a one-trick pony. But it, that one trick is not just getting little... Texas League base hits. That one trick is hitting moonshots. That's valuable. That's got value in baseball. But if you expect Todd Frazier to bat 300 and have an all-around great game, you're not going to be pleased with that. Frazier had 40 home runs last year. He's on pace. He's not playing very well. He's on pace to hit 27 home runs. He's batting just over 200. And if you look at the last couple of years, he's hit 91 home runs the last two and a half years. But the last couple of weeks, Frazier's been in a coma. The third baseman late of the Chicago White Sox batting a robust buck 30 with one home run the last two weeks in the south side of Chicago. And he's a pretty good defensive player, but the belief is he'll actually be better playing on a better team, the Yankees. Getting that change of scenery and his overall performance, he will have a revival in the Bronx. Not a religious revival, a baseball hitting revival, getting a fresh opportunity. He'll be energized, uh, not with performance enhancing drugs, we don't believe, but he'll be better. And he's going to be a free agent after the season. He's in the middle of his baseball prime or late in his baseball prime now. And so the Yankees have a decision to make. 
where do you play Frazier? He's a third baseman. Do you then bench Chase Headley? The Yankees also have a pretty large missing link at first base. They got rid of Chris Carter, who was good at being a human fan. They got rid of him recently, so they need to have some more muscle at first first base. So it's an upgrade whether Frazier plays at third or at first, and they could rotate him back and forth. It's also good for the marketing department. He's a New Jersey guy. And so there's that photo that several people kept posting and sending to me. Hey, did you see him in Little League? He stood next to Jeter. Tom's River, New Jersey. Okay, I get it. Congratulations. Yes, he was destined to be a Yankee. Todd Frazier had no choice but to be a Yankee. Now, what's John Sterling going to do with the home run call? Because the Yankees have a, a minor leaguer. He's actually up now. Clint uh, Frazier who they got in a trade last year from the Indians, who's one of their more highly decorated young players. What home run do you what home run call do you come up with for for Todd Frazier? Well that's John Sterling's fault or his problem. He'll come up with he'll come up with that. And so we'll see whether or not this turns out to be a, a positive. It is a positive though. I gave it an A minus. Why did I give it an A minus? The driving force, part B here, the driving force behind this particular trade and the Yankees' interest in Todd Frazier is more about gamesmanship than anything else. And you know this. In other words, they want to keep Todd Frazier outside of Fenway Park unless he happens to be wearing a Yankee uniform. It's a game of keep away. Brian Cashman, the GM in New York, it's addition, but it's also addition because you're subtracting the possibility of the Red Sox getting their third base. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. That could that could be that could be a play. Yeah. Well, John Sterling's so old he remembers working with Howard Cosell back in the back in the day. So there there is that. But it's an A minus trade. It's an A minus trade. You get three major league players. David Robertson, the relief pitcher, began his career with the Yankees. He's having a great year. He's having his best year in a number of seasons, and he's under contract for next year. If you're concerned about that kind of stuff, and but the the main thing here is the Red Sox have a gaping open wound at third base, and Boston's got to make a roster improvement. They are vulnerable at the hot corner. Shout out to my guy Pablo Sandoval. He's at the buffet right now. The panda, who continues to haunt the Red Sox, even though he is no longer a Red Sox, and Dave Dombrowski, the GM of the Sox. Uh, he's never been bashful about dealing these suspects, these young players, but for some reason he held off on going all in on Frazier, not Brian Cashman. The baseball scouting nerds are very upset with the Yankees. How could they trade Blake Rutherford? I have no idea who that is. I've, apparently he's a highly coveted minor league player who was a first-round draft pick. Whoopty. Damn do. Who? That's a C-minus trade for the White Sox. I don't care how aroused the baseball scouting nerds are on social media. And they can have an orgasm all they want because the White Sox got this guy. It does nothing for me. It's a C-minus trade because Chicago got a packet of scratcher tickets in return for proven major leaguers. Now, listen, the White Sox suck and they're not going anywhere, and they're going to stink for a number of years. So if you want to invest in lottery tickets and scratch away and hope that you win something, that's fine. I mean, it's your option to do that. But don't tell me that I'm supposed to be excited by lottery tickets. 
I'm excited about people that actually perform at the major league level. There's no guarantee this guy, Rutherford, or any of these other players that the Yankees sent to the White Sox, these minor league players, are going to do anything. And I know Tyler Clippard stinks. So the last thing here, this is also another reason it's an A-minus trade. This is a morale upgrade for the Yankees to get Frazier from right underneath the Red Sox noses. However, is it going to matter? Other than a few extra home runs, and Frazier's going to hit some some extra home runs playing with the Yankees, now Boston is on the clock. And the Red Sox still have an opportunity here to trump the Yankees. How can they do it? I'll tell you. We got less than two weeks before the July 31st non-waiver trade day. What's going on in Kansas City? The Royals have put up a poker face, and the Royals are like, nah, we're not going anywhere. We're not trading him. We're not trading him. We're not going to trade him. Uh, They're all staying. The gang is together, and the Royals are only three games back of the Cleveland Indians in the American League Central. And so you say, well, yeah, that makes some sense. They're only three back of the wild card. But the Royals are under 500. Kansas City's got a losing record right now. And Mike Moustakis is gonzo, gonzo at the end of the year. So if you're the Royals, do you keep up the good fight and keep Moustakis, or do you trade him? And if you're the Red Sox, do you give up the treasure chest of minor league currency to get the moose and put him at Fenway, if I'm the Red Sox, I do. You know why? I go for it. I go for it. As we often talk about, and I feel like I just, I'm just i one of those internet the YouTube videos just keeps repeating over and over and over and over and over again. The thing about minor league players, it is a renewable resource. The Yankees gave up a bunch of highly rated suspects to the White Sox, and guess what? Next year there will be another amateur draft, and they'll restock They will replant the seeds in the field like the farmer, and then they will hope that that crop will develop into some other players that they can then trade down the line. It's Ben Maller's show on Fox. Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie is here. That wasn't the only trade. We had the Diamondbacks. I know you're excited about the D-backs. Eddie. Oh, uh, J.D. Martinez, baby. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, J.D. Who couldn't be excited about that? That's a game-changing trade for Arizona to get J.D. Martinez from the Detroit Tigers for another gaggle of low-rated suspects. So he's uh, that's actually not a bad addition. But you, I you, was going to say, is that sarcasm? Like, cause, why? Because J.D. Martinez, he's, he's, right. he's legit. He's well, a- it's sarcasm only in that obviously they've they're just trying to hold on to one of those wild card spots or they're not yeah, going to win the division. Yeah, they're not going to kill the Dodgers, yeah. but they, they, listen, they're in good shape for the the wild card. There's only five or six good teams in the National League. And what how many games up is Arizona in the the wild card race? They got, well, they're uh, a half game on Colorado five, who has the but, other one. So they're, but five they're, and a half on uh Chicago. Well, they're six actually on the on the Cubs, right? I think so. I've got five six and a half. in the loss column. Because the well, who cares? It's, 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 I don't want to sit here and fight about that. But I believe there's six. It's not trigonometry. Uh, but yeah, JD, JD Martinez is all right. But I'm not going to. I'm going to sit here and shake in my boots here. See, the problem with the, the, all of this, whether it's Todd Frazier going to the Yankees or JD Martinez going from the Tigers to the Diamondbacks, is it's a damn crapshoot in the baseball playoffs, and that upsets me. I want baseball to be more like the NBA. I want this. This is the year I would like baseball to be like the NBA. The Dodgers are playing like the Golden State Warriors. I would like them to be placed into the World Series just because. That's what the NBA does. I would like to see that package in baseball. 
Just this year. Let's experiment with that. The Dodgers are on a rampage right now. They are tearing up everywhere they go. It is insane how good this team is right now. Even when they don't score runs, they still win. And it's time. It's time now that the uh, the Dodgers, I, I don't see them right to the World Series. Yes, everyone agree? All right, everyone agrees. Everyone's shaking their head. Yes, Ben, we want to see that. The Dodgers have won 30 of their last 34. you got to go all the way back to the, to the 1970s when people were wearing bell bottoms and love was in the air everywhere. Sex was going on all over the place. They didn't have to worry about all these diseases. They were having a great time. Uh, I think I think it's better for the show if the Dodgers don't win. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm just no, saying. No, no, I, I think no. it, I think it would be better for the no, show no. if that happened. Me and Vic the Brick will be on a float together. Feeling going you. down Figueroa. Feeling It'll be great. But the 1977 Royals, who had a, a bunch of who were really going for it, they were enjoying the hell out of life. Those 77 Royals, <laughs> in more ways than one. But this is the the top stretch. Not the Yankees. Not the Red Sox, not the Cheating Cardinals, not the Gigantes, none of those teams. You got to go back to the '77 Royals. I'm so excited. I'm mildly excited. Again, though, I've got the back. It of sounds my head. like more than mildly to me. Ah, this is not uncomplicated here. They're just better than everyone, and I want to see At the them. moment. I want five more wins. A lot, I a lot of baseball see, to be played. No, I want to see them just win the next five because then they'll get to 70 wins. The Los Angeles Dodgers before they get to 30 losses. So I need them to win five more in a row. That'll be 15-game winning streak. But I want to see them at 70 and 29. And then they can lose their next 10 games. I'm okay with that. But I want to see them go 70 and 29. Just so I can like get a copy of it, cut and paste it on the Internet, and I'll put it on the wall in my office at the Mallor Mansion. And I will say, you know, 50 years from now, I'll be dead. But I will say, hey, listen... The uh, I remember back in the day when the Dodgers were 70 and 29 after their first 99 games. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. So the Ben Maller Show on Fox and uh, Eddie, I, I, it's hockey somewhere. Is anyone playing hockey right now? Is it like a minor league thing or something like that? Fuck the world! Time shifted wow. for ratings purposes. Day shifted as well, but that's all right. Yeah, well, blame that uh, who, that guy I took yesterday from Dubai. Yeah, who sucked as a that caller. Was bad yes. clock management. Well, it was a bad call. I thought it would be good. Well, Ben, I know you're going to be interested in this first story as the Arizona Coyotes named Rick Tockett as their new head oh, coach. Oh yeah, Tockett. He comes from uh, the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion Pittsburgh Penguins, where he was an assistant. He played 18 years in the league, won a Stanley Cup as a player with Pittsburgh. Now he also played and was an assistant with the Coyotes as well. Now, when he was with an, uh, as an assistant with the Coyotes, he pleaded guilty in New Jersey to promoting gambling and conspiracy to promote gambling. He was oh, sentenced stop. to two go. years probation. Oh, everyone loves to gamble. You, you get out of bed, you're gambling, you're going to make it back. Stop. Now, at, at the time, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman said that uh, it, the investigation showed Tockett's involvement in gambling was not a serious first thought, and he never uh, oh, bet on hockey. Eddie, it's, he was eventually suspended for three months. That's so stupid. Trump's going to make gambling on sports legal. Go, well, President it, Trump. Obviously, it's not a big deal. 
because he's been back coaching yeah. and now is a head coach once again. Yeah. So there wow. you go. Uh, Bloomberg News. I know you're a big fan I, of theirs. Yes, uh, Mayor Bloomberg. They are yeah. reporting that former New York Rangers CEO Chuck Greenberg was close to buying the Carolina Hurricanes oh. for $500 million. Who wouldn't want that? However, yeah. Forbes magazine called that fake news. Oh, fake news. Literally yes, in yes. their headline, they said it was fake oh, news. Is that right? While oh. the report did confirm Greenberg's interested in buying the team, uh, Forbes magazine <laughs> says it's not close. Did they say it was a total fabrication and the also? Price, <laughs> the price of the team, they said nowhere near $500 million. Did so. Forbes say it was totally dishonest as well? Did they say that? Fake news. Yeah. Fake news in the headline. Was it... Is Forbes also reporting for the third different time that someone's buying the Marlins right now? Is that being reported? That's a good point. That's a fair point. Yeah. And that's your Puck the World Report. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. So we begin this hour knowing that the New York Yankees have made a big trade in baseball with the Chicago White Sox, and they get a third baseman who is batting 207. But people excited because he hits a lot of home runs. A lot of home runs for Todd Frazier, who's going from the White Sox to the Yankees. He's a New Jersey boy. Uh, appeared at Yankee Stadium in Little League. Stood next to Derek Jeter out on the field. And so he is now going to be a Yankee for the last two and a half months of the baseball season. Then he'll be a free agent after that. It is an A-minus trade for the Yankees because they keep Todd Frazier away from Fenway Park. And now the Red Sox have to try to find a third baseman somewhere else as they have a black hole at third base. It's just no, no one can seemingly play that position in a Red Sox uniform. So you got that. But I wanted to pivot over to the NBA where Magic Johnson, walking like a peacock a day after the Lakers won the practice season championship, the summer league championship, over the Blazers, and uh, this was outstanding. Magic was in rare form. Uh, the uh, Laker historians were s- just eating this up. You know, I, I had several. I'm always amazed why you you uh, guys reach out to me, uh, but you continue to, and I guess that's good. We want you to listen, and uh, you, you get the show, and you understand what the show is all about. But Aaron and John uh, both sent heartfelt messages. Demanding that I give uh, the Maller Moloch tribute, that I they disrespected the Lakers because I uh, pointed out when's the parade and uh, what kind of ring are they going to get. I think I also said they're going to go to the Trump White House. Well, uh, this, these guys, Aaron and John, were upset. They want a, a Maller Moloch tribute. Now, what did Magic Johnson say? Somehow I missed this, probably because I wasn't watching, because it's summerly. Uh, but Magic with a straight face, said following the Summer League win, quote, the Lakers are back. <laughs> That's not a joke. Uh, it's, uh, Magic said that. I uh, No, he didn't say that. I thought these guys were kidding, but he, it turned out I went and saw the, the video on YouTube. And sure enough, uh, there he was. Magic got caught up. Clearly a prisoner of the moment. And he was like, yes, I'm all about that. I'm all about that. All right, so let's talk about this. Now, the the question is, what do you make of Magic Johnson's declaration after a summer league where most of these players will not be rotation players in the NBA? Most of them will not be on NBA teams. But there was Magic doing his thing. Uh, So having seen the clip and – 
dealt with magic a little bit over the years. Uh, I had three thoughts. Uh, number one, cheerleading. Number two, Pinocchio. And number three, LeVar Ball-like. All right, let's, I'll walk you through this. Number one, Magic Johnson reminds me of a best-selling author. Serving up fiction is what Magic Johnson is doing. The idea that the Lakers are, are back, that, that would fall into the category of storytelling. That's where I would put this. But you, know, you get that type of supporter, the historian that thinks that Sean Carter and Ned Stark are on the roster, and they, they just eat this up. They can't get enough of it. They love it. Magic Johnson also beamed. He said, I, I would not want to miss Laker games next season because it's going to be exciting every single night. Now, that is LeVar Ball-like puffery for Magic Johnson. He's trying to get the brainless robots to buy in, but more importantly, to buy tickets and so he's doing it by cheerleading. Magic Johnson knows a good chunk of the customers, as our old caller from Detroit used to say, are lemmings. And if Magic sells it right, these people will commit mass suicide by leaping to their death from the cliffs if Magic leads them down there. And they're like, all right, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm good. Now, now, deep down, the second part is deep down Magic Johnson can't possibly believe half of the things that he's saying. Now, I'm not against this. I, I like people like this. The thing that I don't understand is how people think that magic is any different than Donald Trump or LeVar Ball. He's saying the same nonsense. Uh, it's obviously basketball-related. LeVar talks about shoes. Donald Trump talks about whatever he talks about. But people are taking this, like, seriously, right? He, he's doing it for the cameras. It's the razzle-dazzle of hyperbole by Magic Johnson. Otherwise, Magic is clearly delusional and should see some kind of therapist, get a shrink, and help him out. Now, when Magic was asked yesterday specifically to follow up, get a response on his declaration that the Lakers are back, what do you think Magic Johnson did? Do you think that he, A, doubled down, B, tripled down, C, backed down, or D, gave no comment? What do you think Magic did when he was asked to follow up his comment that the Lakers were back? Well, surprisingly, if you had gone with C, you would have gotten it right. Magic Johnson walked back on his comments. He backed down. Now, what's my evidence that Magic Johnson backed down from his original prisoner of the moment declaration? Magic said his definition of success, and this is very important, and this there'll be a quiz on this, and I, and I hope that you take a note on this. This is Magic Johnson asked his definition of success for the Lakers, and here's what Magic said. He said, we play hard every single night. According to Magic, that is success, which shows you what a deep, dark place the Laker franchise is in. That the idea that a team is going to play hard, professional athletes that are compensated for their athletic performance, that the idea that to get them to play hard every night would be success just shows you how far up the mountain the Lakers have to climb. In other words, he's Pinocchio is what he's doing. He's like, yeah, yeah, we're back. Uh, We're back playing hard. Uh, anyway, the, the bottom line here, Magic Johnson's Lakers are in the same boat the Vikings, Eagles, Ravens, and Texans 
were in last year. Why did I bring up those teams? The Vikings, Eagles, Ravens, and Texans. Those teams, those four NFL teams, each went 4-0. So collectively, they were 16-0 during the exhibition season, the 2016 preseason. Vikings, Eagles, Ravens, Texans, they each went 4-0. You want to guess their combined record during the NFL season? Uh, Let's go with 32 wins, 32 losses. So they were 16-0 in the preseason combined, and they were 500 during the regular season. And they all would have missed the playoffs if the Texans had not been in the terrible AFC South. So they were given the charity of getting to the postseason because they're in a terrible division. Uh, You can also compare the Lakers to the Anaheim slash Los Angeles slash whatever they want to be called Angels. The Angels had the top record in the 2017 Cactus League. Best team of all the teams in Arizona. Half the major league teams there. The Angels were 20-14. and 14. They had a 588 winning percentage. And last I checked, the Angels are 17 games back and growing from the Astros in the American League West. So, that, listen, Lakers, uh, Magic knows they're not back. But I, I do like the fact that he clarified that if they just play hard, that's success. That's where they are. They're at success if they just merely play hard. So it's going to be enjoyable here because a lot of the, the lemmings are they're not at that point. They don't they don't agree with that. They're not they're not all in on that particular point. All right, so the Ben Maller show on Fox, and we bring in Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Now, Ben, I know this is radio. And, uh, yes, and, I love radio. And, and as a and child, you, I wanted to be on radio. The folks can't see me, and, yes. and you can't even see me. I cannot. But, uh, uh, I, can, I, might something, well, I might as well be at home in my underwear. I might as well. I can't well, see any of you. It's much better than you being here in your underwear. But uh, well, How do you there, know I'm wearing underwear? There's, Maybe there's I'm not. Some, please. There's something different about me. I, I wonder if, you could, uh, if you've noticed so far. Uh, you shaved your head. No. Okay. Uh, uh, I have joined you and Coop de Loop. Oh. I'm wearing glasses. Oh, really? Yes. You crossed it is, over? It has come to that. Welcome I, to middle age. Yes. Uh, Welcome Coop, to... Well, Coop's not... Yeah, uh, Coop's... Uh, he smokes so much weed he can't see him. <laughs> I thought but, that was good for your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But the welcome, Ed. Now, yeah. what, what is your, now, where do you get the reading glasses from? Just, is, just from uh, the drugstore. Oh, the drugstore. Yeah, well, do you know what you're... What level you're at? It's the lowest level. The lowest yeah. level. So, like, that's the beginner level. Yep. That's the training wheel that's, level. That's right. Okay. But right. it has made a big difference. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it at helps. least in what I can see. I don't know if uh, it sounds any better. but uh, No, no. no. It's, well, welcome, Eddie. Yeah. I'd like to welcome you to the club. I've uh, never worn glasses before in my life, but eventually you just have to uh, accept reality. got to bite the bullet. That's yeah. right. I Danny re- G, it's coming up, buddy. Right, now, you got two options with the reading glasses. You yeah. can either go to, uh, like, the dollar store and get them there, mm-hmm. or if you're a baller, you go to Costco. You get a three-pack. Of glass, <laughs> all right. The but they're, a little, they're, they're more expensive, but they you know, they usually last. The three long. pack is more expensive. Yeah, well, yeah, because you know you go to the dollar store, you get three pair of glasses for three bucks. You go to Costco, it's yeah. like fifteen bucks or something like that. So. Or if you're I a triple B baller, you get LASIK eye surgery. Oh yeah, D- Danny, you had that, right? Have you had a follow up to that? Have you had no, oh. no, no follow up? Yeah. So Danny would be like us, Eddie. I see. Maybe I, I never needed reading glasses though I was what nearsighted. So when did you have what? What, what I needed I needed you? to wear my glasses back in my twenties when I was driving at night. 
My Ooh. theory on this is the reason I've needed reading glasses younger is because I spent 10 years working on my website, benmaller.com, which I used to have. Ah, the computer screen, gotcha. And every night for you know, 10, 12 hours, all night long, I would be on there. And so I, I, I'm blaming that. I'm not blaming my age. I'm not blaming my genetics. I am blaming that. I'm blaming the computer. And you can also, Eddie, they have uh, these, uh, these sunglasses with the readers on them. Then people don't realize you're using reading glasses, but you look like you're just wearing sunglasses. That's the more advanced, nuanced level. Uh, those are the things I'm going to have to learn as we, as I yeah. go along here. I'll teach you. I'll, I'll teach you. Whatever you need to know about reading glasses, I'm, I'm all about it. Yeah. I appreciate your, uh, your advice. Absolutely. I mentioned last hour the White Sox are calling up the top minor league player, the highest rated suspect in minor league baseball. Well, who would that be? That would be Johan Moncada, I believe is how you pronounce okay. his name. He was with the Red Sox. And I'm missing this gene, Eddie. I've determined that I'm missing the I'm so excited about the, the blue chip young player because I've seen so many of these guys do a face plant. Like, this guy looks like Adonis. Are you right? talking about baseball in particular, or are you just not uh, big on the, it's, the, it's the all, young guys? It's, I like the young players that's proven. I like that. But just the hype, just because someone hit a bunch of home runs in the minor leagues or looked great, I mean, this guy looks wonderful. Physically, he's very gifted, and he's hit well in the minor leagues. That doesn't mean he's going to be a Hall of Fame player in the major leagues. I don't, uh, I don't get the excitement. I'm, I'm getting some pushback from the White Sox fans. I don't even think these people are White Sox fans. I don't think White Sox fans exist. I think these are just like fans of minor league players, that they just love minor league players, and they get all excited about all these young players and all this stuff that get, uh, get called up. Well, people like what's new a lot of the yes, time. Yes, the new shiny thing. You don't you don't appreciate what you have. You like the new, the new shiny thing. Whatever's next, whatever is next, you got to have what's next. Very important. All right, so the Ben Maller Show on Fox, and if you would like to be part of this program, you can give us a buzz. You know the number. We're also on Twitter at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Mather. You can be part of the program that way. And our Facebook page, follow us on Facebook. We pick up a study stream on Facebook of people that find the show and they're saying hi to their mom and dad and checking in with their extended relatives around the country to find out if they're still alive and all that. Uh, we have that as well. You see Rob Palinka, who also is, t- I think I'm, I'm convinced now that LeVar Ball is advising Magic and Rob Palinka, who I guess is the Laker GM. Did you see what Rob Palenka said? He 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 compared Contavious Caldwell Pope, Eddie. Do you, you see the comparison here? No, I sure haven't. He compared him, his arrival, to a Bible verse where bread came down from heaven. <laughs> All right, uh, Danny G. There's no need to really go further with no, that. No, no, I no. Mean, De- defend your guy. Go ahead. Uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope, similar to bread coming down from heaven, the Bible verse. Go ahead. Defend your guy. Go ahead. Defend him. 
I don't talk to trolls. <laughs> no, 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 I want you. I want this you is to from talk now about on, it. Ben, because we know what your mo is every single morning now. What? So, because you could see what the Lakers are doing right in front of you. They're yes, they're making some moves. Yeah, they're and so using you could the Bible. you could try to you could try to troll all you want. And I'm not trolling. Yes, you are. I, I and all know. I'm going to do is do this. I, I want because it's really old. I, I know you're hurt. You don't want to talk I about this. I, this. Me and, and Coop had a great time in here. We turned the monitor down. <laughs> I'm sure you did. did. And we're like, would, Ben is a troll. <laughs> would you compare that, Contavious uh, Caldwell Pope, to the Bible verse where bread does come down from heaven? Very similar, right? Yes. What other Bible? Mm, what other? I mean, if it was Lonzo Ball, no. okay. No, 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 no. Yeah. This is much, but, this is but, much better. <laughs> oh, it's almost like comparing Blake Griffin to Nelson Mandela and Gandhi and Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> is he like JFK? <laughs> That's some good acting there, Coop. Right. Uh, Danny, see, you just blew your cover, Coop. Danny, a moment ago, said we didn't listen. You know, we f- we faded the monitor down. We're not going to play your little games. And then a second later, Koopa Loop takes the bait Uh-oh. right there, and he can't he can't help himself. Well, what's your response, Ben? My response is Blake Griffin is closer to Nelson Mandela than Contavious Caldwell Pope is to bread coming down from heaven. Yes, that's that's where I stand on that particular that's, issue. That's some good bread, by the way. <laughs> I'm sure yeah, the, the best bread is the bread covered in sugar, which is Hawaiian bread. Yes. I mean, it's just like eating cake. It's just absolutely wonderful. Blake Griffin, Nelson Mandela, just they go hand in hand. It's cool. Cool. Your GM just compared a guy the Pistons did not want to keep after having him for four years to bread coming down from heaven. Okay, you have you have no leg to stand on this. You have no leg to stand on. This. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. All right, let's sneak it in here. Let's get to it. Here we go. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right, let's do it. Third degree time, and we bring in the Coupe de Loup. At one point in his career, Tiger Woods was ranked as the number one golfer in the world for a total of 683 weeks. Now Tiger has just fallen out of the top 1,000. We've seen elite athletes fade away, but Tiger's free fall is almost unprecedented. Do you think that Tiger's fall takes away from what he's already accomplished? No, no. It is the beginning of his legacy, but you can't bury the lead, right? The the lead is going to be about the shenanigans away from the golf course, but the accomplishments are still there. Hey, Tiger Woods is universally going to remember. When you, when you write the eulogy for Tiger Woods' professional career the casual golf observer will look at this and say well i remember the waitress at perkins i remember that and i remember the strippers right the the ways of tiger woods off the salacious ways of tiger woods off the golf course that scandal was the top story in america sports or otherwise for almost a year tiger woods and his downfall were the that was the number one story so you can't avoid that for those that lived it and it doesn't fade you know it doesn't fade away it's still going to be there because of the internet saved for posterity's sake and b for the hardcore golf nerd every great player who comes along is going to be compared to tiger woods the next tiger woods and even when they win tournaments they'll say yeah but he's not quite where tiger was 
And even with all the trials and tribulations that Tiger Woods has gone through and continues to go through, falling asleep while driving in the desolate parts of Florida, you go for the quality of the performance, not the longevity. And the the quality of Tiger Woods' performance for what turned out out to be a a relative short amount of time was mind-boggling. Whether he was using steroids or not, he still dominated and the longevity, uh, not so much. Next! Monday's deadline for franchise-tagged players to sign multi-year deals has come and gone, and Le'Veon Bell is without one. He tweeted on Monday, quote, I guess I just got to get better. Now, Ben, it seems like we ask this on a yearly basis now, but do you think this is Bell's last season as a Steeler? No, I don't. I, I know that's the popular sentiment by popular people that Le'Veon Bell is not going to be back in Pittsburgh after this year. I would put the odds at 75% that Bell rings again in the Berg after this season. The reason why, first of all, he's good. Le'Veon Bell has been outstanding when he has played. I will assume the position that his production in Pittsburgh is going to continue this year. And while I understand the position he plays has been devalued, Le'Veon Bell is one of a handful of running backs who is a true centerpiece. He's 25 years old. He's got another five years as a running back before he becomes obsolete in that old geezer status at age 30 in the NFL. So by NFL standards, he's got a lot of time left. And secondly, Pittsburgh, if I'm the Steelers, I would gladly be willing to overpay for Le'Veon Bell on a year-to-year basis with this franchise tag until he proves to me that he is no longer a ticking time bomb. And because of the past tawdry behavior of Le'Veon Bell, which in the big picture, if you live in like California and some other places, it wouldn't be a big deal, but he lives in Pennsylvania. It's apparently still a big deal there. You protect yourself if you're the Steelers. You pay a premium year to year, and you don't get locked up long term. Ben Roethlisberger is showing some premature aging. The Steelers would be a bunch of fools if they let a cornerstone running back in his, not even his prime yet, from their offense, just walk away at the end of the year. That'd be dumb. Next. Michael Irvin says he wants to set up a celebrity MMA tournament and take part in it as a competitor. Now, Ben, if this were to actually happen, who would you want to see matched up in the main event? Well, I want to see O.J. Simpson when he gets out of jail. How about a an NFL murderers matchup? Now, yeah, O.J. at age 70 against Ray Carruth, who's supposed to get out of jail in 2018. Uh, he's uh, set to be out in 2018. Then you could have, like, Ray Lewis could be involved in that. Now, I wish Aaron Hernandez had hung around, but unfortunately he did not. Uh, so he is not eligible to be part of this, so he's not going to be there. And then, I, you know what, I have, I have Yasiel Puig versus every pitcher who pouts and moans about Puig, who has a beef with Yasiel. My vote would go to Puig. I'd line him up, Puig versus the world. I'd go with that. And then number three, I would go with current Minnesota Twins pitcher, but not for long, Bartolo Colon versus the Golden Corral Buffet. And I would make Big Sexy a two-to-one favorite in that matchup against the Golden Corral Buffet. But I would say to keep an eye on the pot roast and the shrimp scampi because that could give Bartolo Colon some stomach pain. There it is, Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Benny Passes Edition. That's a winner!
Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Attention, everyone. And the password is... Password. You idiot. Password, the word game of the stars. Here's Ben Maller. All right, let's do this. Here we go. It is password time. And we have a bunch of people lined up that would like to play. Let's welcome in our contestants right now. Now, Coop, who, who should play the game? You want to pick a couple lines here? You got every... <laughs> Coop just shook his head no. All right, well, I don't care. I'll just pick a couple. Uh, line four, Andy in Indiana. Hello, Andy in Indianapolis. Hello, Ben. Welcome, Andy. Thank you, Ben. You're back at it. Andy's the big voice guy. And, oh, you yeah, remember me. I remember you. You called for the game shows. I remember. It's funny, whenever I, I call uh, and Coop answers... He suddenly goes, hey, okay, stand by. Yeah. That's that's because it says on the phone here, when you answer the phone, you got to say, uh, stand by. It says right there. It's in the script. No, I mean, he goes, you know, deep voice. Anyway. Yeah. Are you offended by that? Yeah. Not at all. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of funny. All right. Sorry all right. I mentioned it. All right. Hold on, uh, deep voice, Andy. You are going to play. All right. I got Eddie. I got one. I got five. You want to pick one or five? Go ahead. Number one. Number one. All right, that's John in Houston. Hello, John. Hey, Ben. How you doing, buddy? What's going on, John? Welcome in. You ready to do this, John? Let's do it. All right, John, what do you do for a living there in Houston? I'm a truck driver. You're a truck driver. Oh, cool. Are you just beginning your day or just ending your day? Uh, I'll be done in about an hour. Okay. So you're winding down your day. Winding down. All right, very cool. All right, hold on a sec, John. So we got John and Andy. And, Andy, who would you like to partner up with Big Voice Andy? Well, Ben, um, has Eddie won like the last two times? I only focus on the moment. I don't talk about the past. Uh, Eddie has not done very well. Uh, his recent record is subpar. That's a lie. I'm going to have to go with the win. I'll have to uh, winner. I'll have to, go with, uh, I'll have to go with Eddie. Well, no, he again, he has not done very well. You're picking a loser. Oh. Uh, I am the all-time wins leader at Password. As uh, document, as document, I'm the Cy Young of password. Yeah, most losses. Well, I got to go underdog then. You know, now, I, now that you talk ready. more, Andy, your voice doesn't sound that good. Actually, <laughs> what, what a surprise! He <laughs> yeah. would turn on you like your, that. Your voice sound you, you sound kind of weak, actually. Yeah, I don't know why that is. All right, hold on a sec. Uh, John, who would you like to partner up with? John, you can play with me, Danny G, or the Coop de Loop. Well, I want to play with – I want to be a winner, so I'm going to pick you, Ben. That's a good job by you, John. We're in it to win it. We are going to win. We're going to school this phony voice guy, Andy. We're going to That's beat right. this well, guy up is what we're going to do. Me and you, together, united in harmony. All right. <laughs> You're not setting yourself up for a fall at all there. Not at all. All right. <laughs> Never does. <laughs> ten words on the board, gentlemen. They're each, they each start off worth ten points for every wrong guess. We take a point away. Andy, you were on the line first, so you and Eddie get to go first. Pick a number one through ten. Well, I'll go on how we're going to end up. Number one. <laughs> All right. Uh, Andy, the password is torpedo. Missile. Oh, no. No. All right. See, I wanted to go a different direction. 
See, I wanted to go a different direction. All right, uh, let's go whatever direction you want. Well, no, but you see, you already started going down that direction. Well, wh- why have me influence me. you? Well, it screws me up because oh, well, John, John, all right, John. Let me forget what they said. I'm going to go a totally opposite right. direction. All right, uh, here we go. Uh, faucet. Uh, water? No. All right, Andy, the door is open here, my friend, all right? My, my, uh-huh. my clue was the better than your clue. The first clue was torpedo. The second clue is submerge. Think. Yes. Ah. Here we go. John. On the board. Okay, my bad. Faucet is part of a sink. It's... Yeah. What an awful clue. That's a great clue. It's a wonderful <laughs> clue. And uh, it was right. great. It was a bad job by you. Time for John and Ben's first uh, word. Now we'll show them how it's done here, John. All right, John, pick Put a you. number two through ten. Amateur. Seven. Number seven. All right. We got this. You ready? Yeah. All right. Let's go with – let me see if I can use this word. Hold on. Why not? Why can't I use that word? Because it's a proper, it's a proper name. Oh, like, stop. It's not a proper name. Yeah, it, it is. No, it is not. Uh, all right, let's go. All right, forget these idiots I work with here. Uh, let's go with raffle. Ticket. No. I didn't say the Maller maneuver is being used. No. That was not a Maller maneuver. Right, all right, Andy, let's uh, take advantage of this opportunity here. Ben's. Okay. Ben's clue is raffle. My clue to you is, hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Eddie. Knock it out, Eddie. Sweepstake. Contest. Ooh. No. All right, now we got it, John. My, okay. I remember what I said before. Now I'm gonna I add. Think I got I'm it, gonna yeah. add gamble. Lottery. Yeah. Oh. Way to go, John. Way to go, John! Now, now he loves we you. got a good one, a tie That's game. A great job by you, John. Eight to eight. Do you see how good that was right there? The back and great. forth. Good job, Dan. Yeah, solid. Wagering deviants. It's wonderful. <laughs> All <laughs> right, uh, back to Andy and Eddie. You are listening to Pass. We're the word game of the stars on the Ben Maller Show. We play it every week. If you like it, if you don't like it, we only play it once a week. Relax. Okay, Andy, pick a number two through six or eight through ten. I'll take eight. Ooh, bad pick. Bad pick. Okay, Andy, the password is Mirage. What? Mirage. Mirage. Five seconds. Image? No. I don't know. All right. All right, John, we got this now. All right. Uh, I'm going to go Cactus. Desert? Yeah! Good job by you! And who's got the lead now? Who's on top? Who's who's in the catbird seat right now? <laughs> the catbird seat. That is a timely reference. <laughs> who's celebrated too early before? No, no, oh, no, that's, no, no. Uh, that would be bad. I just want you to know. Yeah. Uh, Brag yet, while you can. Yet again, uh, we have stormed back uh, last week with someone else, but yeah. this week with John. Uh, we have Final score back. is all that matters. All right. Uh, well, you well, know, you guys go to the bullpen with contestants. Can, can you go to the bullpen with... Uh, yeah, we're going to put you in the bullpen, Andy, is what we're going to do. How dare you. All right, we got Andy and John. And what is the score? I forget the score. Can you please tell me the score? 
17 to 8. Who's winning? I don't know. Well, I, I mean, you're the producer. You're the, the guy keeping track. I need to know who's winning. What's the name of the guy that's winning? I need to know the name. John. Well, no, 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 no. John's the contestant, but who's winning? Right, he's yeah. the contestant. All right, let's go to break yeah, so Ben doesn't waste here. any more but, time. But who's he playing Trying with? Trying to run I the clock know out. who's playing with here. I want to know. And it's a simple question. Who's who's leading? John. And who's John let's playing go. with? Let's go. Let's break. Right. Let's go. Uh, the winning team, uh, Ben and John, will complete the victory, and we'll do that next. Known as the most unique show on sports radio, the Ben Maller Show Facebook page is a must-visit destination on the social network. Like our page at Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. And we'll get back to a couple minutes left. It is Password, the word game of the stars, and the team you want to win is leading right now. We'll see if they can hold on, and we'll get right back to it. Here we go. Who is up next? Oh, that's right. I believe it is the good guys, uh, John and Ben. Okay. I, I don't know if you're the good guys, but it is your turn. That's what Hawk Harrelson called us, the good huh? guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Two through six or nine or ten? John? Uh, top three. Number three. All right, uh, very good. And, again, we have the lead. Let's bring it home here. Let's do it. All right, let's go. Uh, boy, I got a couple of uh, couple of ways here. All right, let's go with Razor. Uh, sharp? No, no. All right, Andy, we need this one. Yep. Uh, ben said Razor. I will say... Cream. Shave. That's right. Ha, ha, ha. Laugh at that, Maller. <laughs> All right. Let's keep and it going. Just like that, yeah, it goes we are tied. To, and it goes back to Andy and Eddie. Okay. Uh, you could do two, four through six, or nine or ten. I'll do uh, two. Okay. Andy, the password is... Tidy. Tidy? Tidy. Neat. No. No. All right. We got we got this, John. Let's bring it All home right. right now. Let's bring it home. Okay. All right. Here we go. Spotless. Clean. Yeah! Yeah! Great job by you, All John. Right. We still have time. Oh, we got to get Cowboy in here. I don't okay. know if we have time. We got to get go Cowboy. Ahead, back to John and wow. Ben. All right. Okay. We get this right, it's over, John. Four through All right. four through six ten. or nine or ten? Ten. Ten. Number ten? All right. Yeah, uh, ten. N- number ten it is. All right. Let's bring it home here. Uh, we, we should get this, no problem. I uh, believe in you. Uh, let's go with Stallion. Horse? Yeah! God. That's the winner! John! You bring it home. And, Andy, uh, listen, your voice did not help you out this time. You had a tri- chance to pick me. He, you had failed. Some, he had some easy clues, Andy. Uh, it's a bad job by you, horse, uh, Andy. I mean, my God. Uh, you failed ben, you yet again. That, you wanted to win. You didn't Andy, win. Andy could get horse. That's a terrible job. Ben, you know that place where uh, you do the ad and you say, tell them Ben Maller sent you? Yeah. yeah. Well, I did that, and they, they said, who? Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Who? Uh, who? All right. Uh, Andy, you're a loser, and I'm going to hang up on you. But, John, you're the winner. Congratulations. You get a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. 
Yeah, can you give it to Tammy from Montana? You want to? All right, hold. You want to give it to Tammy in Montana? All right. Where are the white women at? Very nice, John. Everyone loves Tammy in Montana. All right. Well, John, thank you for that. Let's cowboy up now on the Ben Maller Show. Cowboy John Brad, a very brief Cowboys corner. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.